This is episode 71. I'm afraid of losing what I love with Nicole. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back, everybody. I am so happy you're here. Thank you for listening. I'm really intentional and passionate about continuing to grow and improve this podcast. I continue to hear from so many of you how much it's helping, and I'm just so glad because that's why I started it. I mentioned last week I'm working on putting together a survey to get more of your feedback, and honestly, I just haven't completed it yet. So be sure to listen in next week because I'll announce the link that you can use to go in and complete the survey. It'll only be like five to six questions. Just really want to know from you. Love to hear your feedback, what you love about the show, what you want more of, less of, what topics you want me to speak about, so on and so forth. I'm actually feeling super sharp and focused today, and I think one of the reasons is I went back to something called intermittent fasting, which I did two years ago when I was on my book tour for Expectation Hangover. And basically what it is is I stop eating at around 8 p.m. and I don't eat again until about 11 or 12. So I'm giving myself anywhere from 14 to 16 hours of no food. I get up in the morning, I have water with lemon, and then I do have a little yerba mate tea or half-calf coffee that I blend with unsweetened almond milk, a little raw cacao, a little maca powder, and my favorite MCT oil, which is Onnit's MCT oil. And you get a 10% discount if you go to onnit.com slash Christine, O-N-N-I-T.com slash Christine. And MCT oil is just a super high-grade oil that helps with focus and brain power and all that kind of stuff. You can read the description on the website. They say it much better. But I have that drink, and it does have some calories in it, but it doesn't stimulate digestion. And then I go work out, and then again, I have my first meal at around 11 or 12. And what I have found, this really works for me, and I am somebody who has had low blood sugar, but the intermittent fasting really, really works because I'm drinking that full glass of water, I'm having the tea with the MCT oil, And I'm giving my digestion a break. And digestion takes up a lot of energy and just giving ourselves space to not have our body digesting food, it gives our body a chance just to recover. So I'm not a medical doctor. This is something you want to research. This is something you want to talk to your doctor about. But I'm really, really finding it works awesome for me. And then the key is if you start eating at 11 or 12 and you stop at 8, that doesn't mean you can just eat everything you want in those hours. You still eat like normal size portions and meals. And then you just complete eating by around 8 p.m. So give it a try. I'd love to know if it's working for you. I share a lot of my lifestyle hacks and tips on Instagram too. So follow me there, Christine Hassler, if you want more of those. All right. So shifting gears to today's coaching topic, it seems like relationships have really been a theme. Episode 69 was on getting over a breakup. Episode 70 was about getting over being single and getting into a relationship. And today's episode is about being confident in your current relationship. You'll hear me coach Nicole, who's in her first serious romantic relationship, and things are going great, which is kind of the problem. She's afraid she may sabotage it and is judging her neediness in the relationship. I think you'll appreciate the way I work with Nicole if you have self-consciousness, fears, or judgment about 
how you are showing up in any area of your life. We work a lot on the mental level in this episode, and the process I walk Nicole through around shifting beliefs is one you can easily do on your own or with a friend or a coach, or if you're a coach, this is one you can easily do with your clients. So as you're listening to my coaching session with Nicole, consider, is there something in your life you have right now? It doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship. It can be a friendship, a job, some money that you just came into, an opportunity, and you're so afraid of losing it, so much so that it's preventing full enjoyment of it. Do you feel new at something? Again, be it a relationship or anything else, maybe it's a new job. And instead of giving yourself permission to learn and ask questions and have a beginner's mind, you're putting this huge expectation on yourself to just know how to do it. Finally, are you aware, do you possibly think you could have some big old limiting beliefs that were created in your past that are contributing negatively to a current situation in your life? So keep these questions in mind as I coach Nicole. And before we dive in, I know a lot of you out there are either self-employed or small business owners, which is why I'm excited to tell you about the offer that FreshBooks is giving to my listeners. So FreshBooks is a ridiculously easy online accounting software that's completely transformed how freelancers and small business owners deal with their day-to-day paperwork. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom built for exactly the way you work. It's a fantastic way to be more productive, organized, and get paid quickly. And I have to tell you, as an entrepreneur and successful business owner, systems like FreshBooks are key to success. It's packed full of powerful features like invoicing, online payments, seeing when your client gets an invoice, and so much more. And I really want to stress that getting started on FreshBooks is extremely simple, even if you're not a numbers or tech person actually, especially if you're not a numbers or tech person. And FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free, I said free, trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com slash Christine and enter over it and on with it in the how did you hear about us section. And now on to my coaching session with Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi, Christine. So I've been listening to your show for a while and um, doing a lot of personal growth work. And one of my biggest challenges in life has to do with relationship, especially romantic relationships. So I am somebody who's always been pretty independent. I've been that way to, I think more to protect myself and because I haven't maybe had the support or been able to give myself the support that I, I needed emotionally. And so, you know, I haven't done any extensive or long-term dating and it seems like I always get to a point in a relationship, maybe about two months in and I want to run, I feel triggered and I want to run. And I usually do end up ending things. And I'm at a point now where I'm dating someone that I, you know, I feel like I, I've done a lot of enough work on myself that this is actually a, a maybe a good person for me to at some level. And I find myself feeling triggered a lot though, by feeling lonely in relationship, which I don't feel that much of when I'm on my own. Um, I'm pretty good at like taking care of myself and giving myself maybe what I need emotionally. But when I'm dating someone and he's pretty independent himself, it, it almost feels like, you know, I, I feel like I'm needy all of a sudden mm, and I'm not okay. like that normally. Yeah. And that I, I judge myself for that. And it, it just brings up all of these awful feelings. And I, you know, and I talk to him about it and um, we have a lot of conversations and that's also a big thing for me because I've suppressed my 
you know, my voice and in relationship a lot and just with the flow. But like, it just seems like I'm having to bring up things when I feel this way a lot. And I, I feel like it's stressing the relationship a little bit. And I, you know, I just don't know, am I going to a Chinese restaurant for Mexican food or am (laughs) I like, am I, am I just, you know, and I know that this is coming up for me to heal it. I know that's what this is, you know, bringing up for me. I just don't know, like, you know, it's so easy to be on my own. So I don't know how much more I can work on myself on my own. I feel like I need to do this with the other person. Well, it's, it's not necessarily easy to be on your own. It's just, (laughs) it's just what you're comfortable with. Right. Yeah. So it's also very hard to be on our own because we have walls of protection. We crave intimacy. We crave companionship and now you have it. So all of those things that you were able to ignore that were still there when you were on your own, they just weren't triggered. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's like being on your own isn't necessarily easier. You were just able to not deal with your issues okay. easier. <laughs> they were always there. So now that you're in a relationship, which is great, you've attracted a relationship in your life. It sounds like you really like this person. You're not suppressing your feelings. You're having conversations. Like, let's just first acknowledge, Nicole, all the progress and steps. Like you've already done some shifting around this. So can you acknowledge yourself for that? Yes, I do. I acknowledge that. Wonderful. And tell me what's working really well in this relationship. What do you really love about this relationship? Well, this is the first person I've dated who's like just been present with me and not judged me. And, you know, cause I've held a lot of self judgment in my life and I feel like that I've worked on that. And so I've attracted you know, that same type of thing. And and so I love that. That's so important to me. Yeah. And, you know, we talk a lot about things that are, are deep, like spiritual spirituality and just a lot of deep connection. So yeah, that's great. That's um, a first. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So you trusted yourself to attract it. Now it's time to trust yourself in terms of being able to keep it. Because I think some part of you, sweetheart, is just like, oh my gosh, this is great. But oh my gosh, when's the other shoe going to drop? Oh my gosh, like, am I going to screw this up? Am I going to sabotage this? So part of you is not really fully in the relationship because you're afraid Mm -hmm. of losing it. Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So the neediness is coming from your, just your fear of it going away. Yeah. So I'm curious about what that's bumping up against. Do you have any idea what that's triggering from your past? Like what fear of, oh my gosh, this is too good to be true. Or, oh my gosh, if I love something, it's going to go away. Or what is that bumping up against from your past? It's bumping up against just the way I felt my whole life. Like even within my family, I look at my parents' relationship and my relationship to the rest of my family. And I, I see how, I mean, they love each other, but they're all, like, they're very alone because dad always worked, you know, to support the family. Mom was just kind of in her own world, you know, doing the best she could, but she had her own thing. So I, I didn't feel a strong sense of like emotional availability from mm-hmm. my parents. And it's, it's like that with my sisters too. And, and so I like made myself not need a lot of people like friends even. So I've had a hard time just, I mean, I have friends, but it, it seems like I, I don't have those kind of people who I could call upon at 2am. Like, you know, it just, 
so it's really bumping up against like my, my family stuff and, and just, you know, feeling, yeah, alone there. And then, Mm. you know, it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. So in a lot of ways, you're learning a new way to be in relationship. Yes. You're learning something new. (laughs) When, when in your life have you learned something new? Have you ever learned a language or taken an art class or learned a computer program? Tell me the last thing that you've learned. Yes. This summer, when I was doing a lot of growth, I wanted to connect more with just like who I was. And so I started taking West Coast swing dancing lessons Mm. and I loved it. I loved it. So, yeah. Mm. But I broke my ankle a couple months ago. And so all the things I do to like fulfill me Mm -hmm. and take care of me, like that dancing and I love to run, like that when you ask about what are the qualities that, um, embody who you are when you're doing what you love the most, when I'm out running in nature, you know, um, that kind of stuff. But I broke my ankle a couple months ago and I'm still recovering. So I haven't been able to go back to these activities. And so I feel kind of like lost in the wind a little bit right now. Like I can't ground myself. Okay. So this is another kind of piece of the puzzle and the belief system that we really need to clear here because the broken ankle is just a manifestation of that fear of you find something you love and then it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. So let's not manifest that anymore, Nicole. Okay. (laughs) How about reprogramming with the things I love I get to keep? Okay. You know, even if the relationship ends, you get to keep the love in your life, right? You get to go and create another one. So we need to let go of this sort of like waiting for the other shoe to drop because that's what I see. Like when I look at you kind of intuitively, I see like this like part of you that's like so excited but like almost like scared at the same time. Like can I really enjoy this? Oh my gosh, this is really great but like it's, it's going to go away kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. that kind of like contraction and I think that's why the neediness is showing up there. So okay. – You need to do some belief shifting work around, like I'm saying it in my own words. So let me ask you, does that kind of belief and picture make sense to you? Does it resonate with you? That fear of like, if I love something or I enjoy something or something's really fun, like there's that fear of it going away or not lasting forever or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And I I have a big fear too. I'll say that what's bumping up against this too is just that I have this fear of being alone in relationship. I'd almost rather be alone by myself than like be with someone and feel so disconnected that, so I don't know if that's. Right. Well, that's that's kind of that old, like, you know, growing up in a house where you were craving love and intimacy, but there were just a lot of shut doors in terms of emotional availability. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when you have felt joy and love and and whatever in your life, maybe it didn't last or or whatever. So, okay, let's let's target like your kind of your top three limiting beliefs that have to do with the being alone, the good things not lasting, and the fear. So it sounds like number one is like being alone is better than being with someone and feeling disconnected. Is that one of them? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you say that any differently or is that accurate? I think that's pretty accurate. Okay. And what would be another limiting belief, another big one? Another big one would be that I'm like, when I'm with someone, I'm too needy, like something along those lines. Okay. Um, like that I should be able to, I feel like I should be able to 
give myself what I need. And I don't, I don't know how to do that, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What would number three be? That, you know, other people are going to see me as too needy and maybe leave me or shut me out. Right. Um, Yeah. So let's lump that into the, I'm afraid I'll lose what I love. Does that make sense? Okay. Or I'll lose the things I care about or something like that. Because I really do feel like there's something in there around that one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Okay. So this is good. I mean, there's probably more limiting beliefs. We all have a collection of them, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, But, you know, getting three biggies. And oftentimes when we get a biggie, then it's easy, like a lot unravel within that. So let's go by through these one by one. So being alone is better than being someone and feeling disconnected. What would be another belief you could believe instead that's not the complete pendulum, it's not the complete opposite, but is a little more true and actually feels a little better? Um, Being with someone gives me the opportunity to practice intimacy and connection and is something like that. Is that kind of like yes, what you're... Yes, that's exactly, we, you're, we were reading each other's minds. So being with someone, <laughs> being with someone gives me the opportunity to practice connection. Yeah. So say that out loud and then take a deep breath. Being with someone gives me the opportunity to practice connection. How does that feel? It feels good. Yeah. It feels real. Yeah. And does that feel true that being with someone gives you the opportunity to practice connection? Oh, absolutely. That's why I haven't run before now, even though this has been triggered like at least six times since I've started dating this person. Beautiful. Yeah. And see how that belief is so much easier to integrate than going right to being with someone is the best. Yeah. Right. So we're just, we're just taking steps. Okay. So that's the first one. Being with someone gives me the opportunity to practice connection. So whenever you have that kind of, that feeling or thought triggered about maybe it's better to be alone, you just say to yourself, being with someone gives me the opportunity to practice connection. Okay. Okay. Number two, when I'm with someone, I'm too needy. Yeah. Um, when I'm with someone, it gives me the opportunity to express and ask for what I, my, well, it gives me the opportunity to express my emotions and ask for the support that I need in that moment. Awesome. When I'm with someone, gives, I'm just going to shorten it a little bit. When I'm with someone, okay. it gives me the opportunity to express myself and ask for what I need. When I'm with someone, it gives me the opportunity to express myself and ask for what I need. It feels, yeah, that that feels like I, you know, something I'm, the purpose of, part of the purpose of relationship for me. So 100%. And the other part that you'll want to kind of incorporate when that needy, that judgment about neediness gets triggered is you'll want to say, I forgive myself for judging myself as needy. When I'm with someone, it gives me the opportunity to express myself and ask for what I need. Okay. And then Mm -hmm. the third one, I'm afraid I'll lose what I love. Yeah. 
maybe something along the lines of, um, like something along the lines of, you know, source or the divine being love and I will never lose that love. Um, I, I mean, something like that, maybe that, um, that kind of grounds me back to, you know, like outside, it takes me away from external circumstances maybe. And, um, yes, I think that that's wonderful and very true, but in a lot of, in some ways I want you to actually connect to some external things, right? Cause because okay. because I don't want you just alone with spirit. You know, I want you to have like okay. people in, in your life and things <laughs> that you enjoy. So how about okay. I, I deserve love and happiness? Okay. Yeah. I deserve love and happiness. No more, no less than anyone else. We all deserve no it, more. Nicole. Okay. And you don't have to say the no more, no less than anyone else. I was just putting that in there because a lot of times it's hard for people to say, I deserve love and happiness because they feel like it sounds arrogant. It's not. It's like we all deserve yeah. that. Okay. So we're here for. Yeah. hmm Okay. Yeah. hmm So being with someone gives me the opportunity to practice connection. When I'm with someone, it gives me the opportunity to express myself and ask for what I need. And when I feel needy, I forgive myself for judging myself as being needy. I deserve love and happiness. Yeah. So these are the new belief systems to start programming. And the only way we rewire and reprogram our brain is we, when that old fear or that old belief comes up, we say, stop, this is not my direction. We state the new belief. We can't just mentally state it. We have to feel it. And you did a really good job. Like when you were saying the beliefs, I really felt you feeling them. So you want to feel it. You want to see it. You want it to like exist as energy in your body. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have one more piece for you. Any questions about that part? I guess, yeah, like what you were saying in the moment. Um, sometimes my like, I feel like this panic that I don't, I, and then my mind goes, it's like I start making up, I'm not making up, but like exaggerating the story in my head. And so that to stop that in the moment can be challenging for me. And so I guess what you were just saying about reminding myself of those beliefs, is that kind of just basically what I need to focus on or? Yeah. And just in that moment when that comes up, kind of put like one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly and just say, what do I need right now for myself? What do I need for myself? Or what do I need to ask for? What do I need? Okay. Panic, fear, it's just the body and the psyche's message. It's, it's, it's like a its like a fire alarm. It's like yes. upset, 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 like I need to be addressed. So it's just <laughs> like, okay, what do I need? What do I need? Yeah. Do I need reassurance? Okay. Do I need a hug? Do I need to go cry? Do I need to do some release writing? What do I need? Okay. So the next piece I'm going to give you is about, you said you like to learn, like you learned how to do West Coast swing dancing. And when you started, you didn't know much about it, but by the end, you were really enjoying it and you learned and you, you've proven to yourself that you can learn new things, right? Yeah. So one of the things you didn't really learn growing up, it sounds like you didn't really have a model of what a juicy, healthy, romantic relationship is like. And it also sounds like you didn't really have a model of connection and being with people that are emotionally available. 
Um, and now you've attracted this person in your life who doesn't have walls up, who is open to having deeper conversations with you, and you both um, are working on your emotional availability. So it's a different kind of connection. You see this, right? Yeah. So what I want you to do is get some books and start learning about love and learning about romantic relationship and learning about intimacy and learning about masculine and feminine dynamics. And I'm going to give you a couple of recommendations. I really love the work of David Data. His book, Intimate Communion, is great. I really also love the work of Alison Armstrong. She does, her books are great. Her PAX programs are great. She talks a lot about polarity, masculine, feminine dynamics. There's so many books about having, using relationship as growth. I think it's the Hendricks, Gay and Katie, Katie Hendricks. I think they have a yeah. book called, yeah, Getting the Love You Want or something like that. Hold on. I'm just Yeah, I sp- have some of their programs. Oh, you yeah. do? Okay. Cool. Like Attracting Genuine Love is one of them. Yeah. And I think they have a book called Getting the Love You Want. And that's... Okay. Yeah, that's that's Har- that's Harvell Hendricks. Uh, yeah, that's another good one. So I want you to start just studying like how okay. to have a beautiful relationship. Not so much how do you get your issues out of the way, you know, that kind of thing, even though in a lot of these books it will address that. But I want you just to be excited the way you were excited about learning swing dancing and really have some patience with yourself. You're new in a relationship. You're two months in. You didn't have great models for it. You're learning about emotional intimacy and conversation and connection. And so – let it be fun and let yourself learn. It's almost like you've gotten this great new kitchen. You've just moved into this amazing house. You've got a great new kitchen with all – it's totally stocked up with all the best supplies and appliances. And you're going to take cooking classes so you can learn how to use it. <laughs> yeah. And get excited about it. Not not I'm so needy. I don't know how to be in relationship and judging yourself. No. Instead, get excited <laughs> about learning. See, it's like that okay. that anxiety that we have in the beginning of a relationship is kind of normal because it's like the excitement, I don't want to lose it, and you're still getting to know someone, and issues are being triggered, and that energy is either going to turn into anxiety and self-judgment, or it's going to turn into excitement and creativity and curiosity. You choose. Okay. Yeah. I, I choose the creativity and excitement and learning. That's great. Yeah. I love to read and learn, so. Great. <laughs> great. Yeah. And and learn about this not from the place of there's something wrong with you. Learn about it from the place of I just got an awesome new kitchen. I want to learn how to cook some new things. Okay. Okay. How does that feel? I will. It feels good. It does. It's a great reminder because... Yeah, I, I definitely can get into my own head a little too much. And right. So. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you're not needy. You're just learning. Okay. And you do what you need is a little reassurance from yourself that you deserve it. Okay. That this is a beautiful opportunity. That you don't have to know everything. You don't have to be perfect. And that you get to learn and grow through this experience. So when you're finding you need that from him, there are times in a relationship where you can, we can say to our partner, I know it's my stuff. 
I'm just feeling needy. Can I have a hug? That's okay to say. Okay. We don't have to be, okay. you know, these like soldiers in our relationships, totally independent. <laughs> I don't need you for anything. We can be vulnerable, but, but there's a difference between needy that stems from insecurity and needy that comes from vulnerability. Okay. Insecurity, needy, not so hot. But vulnerability, I'm just feeling tender. May I have a hug? Or can you just remind me of why you love me? I'm just feeling a little tender today. Mm -hmm. That's different. Yeah. Vulnerability, yes. Insecurity, not so hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I move into insecurity, like how do I kind of pull back from that? Like if that starts to... That's when you become that partner to yourself. And that's when you use mm-hmm. those new beliefs, you use your new tools, okay. and you reassure yourself. Okay. And you ask yourself, what do I need from me right now? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, it feels right. Yeah. Does this give you some good tools to work with? Yeah, it does. I appreciate the the concrete things and, and the kind of excitement infused into it. Cause I, I definitely know that like, sometimes I can get a little too into quote unquote working on myself and I don't want to, you know, like not enjoy the, pro- I mean, I do enjoy the process, but I, it's like, I don't want to let up on the gas pedal either sometimes. So I, right. I appreciate your suggestions because it makes it, it makes it more like fun learning. So yes. I kind of, I sort of sense that from you, Nicole. <laughs> All right, my love. Keep me posted on how this is going. And how are you feeling about your relationship right now? I feel better. I do. I'm excited about it. And yeah, and he knows I was going to be doing this. I've already told him about the podcast before too. So, you know, this is, I'm sure he's, you know, excited to hear how it went. So I'm excited just to be able to practice just kind of I think sitting back and enjoying it instead of I guess waiting for the other shoe to drop type of thing yes please do (laughs) thank you so much I really acknowledge Nicole's level of awareness and coachability. It was really fun to work with her on updating her belief systems and getting her excited about learning how to be in a relationship One thing we didn't talk about that could be a little bit of the issue that Nicole was facing was that she's having a bit of an upper limits issue. And I teach a lot about upper limits in last week's Coach's Corner episode. So it would have been the episode that went up on January 14th when I answer a written question from one of our listeners. So go back and check that out. But basically an upper limits problem is when we start to get so much of what we want and some part of us freaks out because there's not a container for it. Imagine that a plant starts to grow bigger than the pot it's in and the roots start to grow, but the pot can't hold it and the plant needs to be put in a different pot so it has room to grow. And oftentimes we start to outgrow our comfort zone. We start to outgrow where we've been. We start to have more wealth and love and success and prosperity than we ever had. And we, we don't have a pot for that. So we have to like get a new pot and, and grow our capability to really hold it and to know that we're worthy of it. So that's part of what Nicole is up against as well is she's getting what she wants. She's getting more love and emotional availability than she ever has before. And some part of her is like, oh gosh, what's this? I'm kind of freaked out about it. And so she has to work with herself to know that she is 
capable and worthy and deserving of it. So you may have noticed that I worked more on the mental level than the emotional level of going back and helping her process pain around not growing up in an emotionally available household. Mainly I did this because she really did not seem to have a big charge on it. She didn't seem that emotionally triggered. And when emotion isn't present, I don't go proting for it. I wanted to empower her to really enjoy the relationship she's in. Now, I'm all for processing, but we have to know the difference between when it's time to go back in our past and chip away at something versus when it's time to get over it and on with our life. Since Nicole shared she has a super willing, open, communicative partner, moving her more toward the joy of that felt like the most helpful thing to do. So the work we did was working on her belief systems, really looking at the beliefs that were creating unnecessary suffering and fear and updating them to something more believable. Now notice that we didn't go to the total opposite extreme. We didn't go from being alone is better than being with someone and feeling disconnected to being with someone is the best thing in the entire world. We went to being with someone gives me the opportunity to practice connection. That was a way more believable step and belief system to get to. When working with beliefs, you don't want to just try to push yourself all the way to the opposite extreme because some part of the psyche will be like, ah, I don't know if I can make that much of a stretch. I also worked with letting Nicole really learn and adopt a beginner's mind and get excited about learning how to be in a romantic relationship. She didn't have a model. In fact, a lot of us really didn't have healthy models of what a spiritual conscious romantic relationship looks like. You know, our parents maybe didn't show us. Movies definitely don't show us. So we're all learning in that way. And the thing about Nicole is that she said she really likes to learn. And learning is much, 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 much more of an empowering mindset to get in than thinking something is wrong with her or judging herself for being needy. She's just new at relationship, not needy. And something that's a little new in my life is I have a new website. I have updated it a bit. It was time for some freshening. So if you go to christinehasler.com, there's a new free gift you can get. You can get my six steps to intuitive decision-making. So just go to christinehasler.com and check that out. Also a reminder that my inner circle membership community is open. You can join or cancel at any time. We're having an awesome time in there. It's a way to get more teaching from me and more one-on-one coaching from me. That's at christinehasler.com slash inner circle. And we're in the final spots for my signature retreat, my retreat in March. Sorry, guys, this one's just for women, but it's filling up. We have two spots left, literally two spots left. Email jill at christinehasler.com if you want more information on that. And before I sign off, of course, I would not leave you hanging without some takeaways. So, your assignments. First of all, are you having an upper limits issue? You may also want to check out the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. That's who came up with the term upper limits. If you feel like you're scared of losing something awesome that you just got, go back and listen to my Coach's Corners episode, the one that aired on January 14th, and check out The Big Leap. And to work with your upper limits, make a list of all the reasons you really deserve the good things that are happening to you and the agreements you're making with yourself about how you're capable of really maintaining it and lean into it. Instead of backing away with fear and judgment, lean into gratitude. Second, work with your belief systems, update them, work with a friend, 
use the process that I guided Nicole through. Someone that I think is an amazing teacher on shifting beliefs is Byron Katie. And if you go to thework.com, you can download some of her free worksheets about how to reframe and update beliefs. And finally, have a beginner's mind. If you're in a new situation, allow yourself to learn and ask questions. A big mistake I see a lot of people make, especially in a new career, is they're too proud to ask questions. You're not dumb if you ask a question. From my point of view, it's more ignorant to try to figure it out all on your own and potentially set yourself up for making a mistake versus just asking questions. A beginner's mind is a humble way to go, but it's also an incredibly powerful way to go. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next week, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Bye.